Hello, everyone. Hello, my listeners. Uh, I'm back with an episode on how you should feel good right now. And I wanted to uh, give this title to it because it's very, you know, these are two important components, feel good and right now, because in this life, there's only the present moment and feeling good. I mean, you know, I'm going to really go into what I mean by feeling good, but this is what I just one of the most important things you should do and it's about doing or more about choosing to feel good um, and why right now you know I can just quote Eckhart Tolle that wrote the power of now and you know you can read the book or you can just listen to some very helpful videos that he has on YouTube that are really really helpful i think and he i love because he just tells you that you know in life for example when you're making a, your coffee you're not thinking like you're not right now making your coffee you're just thinking of drinking it later and when you start drinking it you're gonna think of when you have to go into your car or into your train to go to work and then when you're in the train you're gonna think about what you have what you have what you have to do when you are at work and so you know you're just always thinking about the next moment and so the next moment actually never arrives and that's why you feel exhausted and stressed and not aligned or unbalanced because the only moment that you will ever will live is right now. Even when you are talking about the future, you will experience what we call the future as the present moment, because the present moment is the only moment that you ever live. And so that's why it's so important to be present in this work of, you know, in life, basically, you know, it's very important to be present because that's, that's the only moment you will ever will live. And so um, I really commend you and would, uh, like to tell you that you know listening to some videos of Eckhart Tolle to at least understand now applying it to your life takes time and just but at least like understanding it and then being able to try to apply it every single day and making those efforts is really important and then this feel good like this feel good aspect I wanted to talk about that because I thought it was important because I came across um, this book that is called the Surrender Experiment. And so The Surrender Experiment was written by Michael Alan Singer. And this guy actually wrote a book that I started to read uh, three or four years ago that is called The Untethered Soul. And I really connected with him, with what, what, he, with what he said, because basically what he was saying was that, for example, if you get into a car accident, and then you're gonna hear the word the word yeah the word car you're gonna feel like basically ptsd you're gonna feel stressed because you just got into a car accident and you feel the word you hear the word car and it reminds you of this and so you're gonna feel stressed and so basically what you're doing right now is putting a like a, a small let's say knife in some part of your body and instead of removing that knife so that it doesn't hurt anymore you're going to build your life around not moving your arm if it if the arms if your the the knife is in your arms for example you're not you're going to build your life around not moving this part of your arm so that it doesn't hurt and people are going to do that with so many things so they end up with a hundred knives on their body where they can't really move because they just adapt their lives around those knives instead of removing them and so that's why 
then you're going to get stressed or feel anxious if you think about your work, if you think about your ex, if you think about the, your taxes or whatever. And instead of really choosing not to feel those emotions, you're going to let yourself be, uh, be controlled by them. And then your life just shrinks to what areas of your life do you allow yourself to move in and with those hundred knives with those hundred knives in your body there is very little areas you can go to and so this was basically his first book and he talked about talked about also other things but i lost the book in the airplane when i went with my sister to los angeles just for los angeles i think you you would pronounce in english uh we, just, we were just going there for 10 days for holidays and I lost the book in the airplane going there. So, And then, I don't know, I never just bought it again or never tried to look for the audiobook because, you know, I was in LA and then I just went to do other things in my life and I always told myself maybe someone would will have found this book because it was more helpful to them than, than me, maybe, I don't know. And so uh, then I came across, uh, now a few weeks ago, this book called The Surrender Experiment. And it's about, it's the second book that uh, Michael Allen Singer wrote. And it's basically the first book that I talked about, The Untethered Soul and the Knives in the Body. This was basically the lesson. And the second book, The Surrender Experiment, was basically the exercise and the practice that he has put into his life. And um, he has lived an amazing life. For example, he wanted to be a yogi and just meditate in, like in where where he lived in the U.S. Just meditate alone in the forest, and with his friends, he built his like they built his house, uh, and he could meditate there alone. Uh, and he was also just taking a few courses to have his doctoral degree. Um, and then from this point on, he started this journey of surrendering to whatever happened in his life and just not resist his present moment. He just surrendered all the time. And he ended up creating a construction company that then led him to creating a software company that became a billion dollar company where he had jets and had a lot of money. And then he sold that for something else and just like, like so random things. And I have not finished reading the book yet i'm actually listening to the audiobook so i have not finished to listen to the audiobook um uh but like for example i'm at that moment where he is starting to go through this surrender journey and not just um uh and not just uh limit and battle the present moment but just accept it and accept things as they are because he says that um you know, if life, without being instructed, but life can create the DNA, life can create trees, life can create your body, you know, life can uh, regenerate your skin or can uh, heal you, like your body can heal you. There is like a higher intelligence that basically knows better because this higher intelligence doesn't need to be instructed to do this kind of things. It just happens because no one resists it. And so he says, what, let's see in my life, if I just don't resist anything and just accept everything that comes, how, uh, how things will come out. And it looks like it turned out pretty well. And at that moment that I'm in the book, he's starting to do that. And he's working with a banker and he's helping him taking some courses for, so that the banker can have a doctoral degree. And the Alan, Michael Allen Singer, he had three classes and three exams to 
so he had three classes to take and three exams to do and he felt really ready for two exams and he was and he wanted to wait for the last one uh, a couple more months or a year to uh, go and take it because he was in this mind of meditating and he really did not care uh, really to get his doctoral degree or anything but he felt ready for these two not for this third one so he just said I will just do the two but the administ administration at his uh, school um, made a mistake and they uh, registered him for the three exams and so when he saw that he said I'm not gonna fight that situation I'm not gonna wrote to them if it happened it might have been for a reason I will just surrender and not resist it and I think this is very important because sometimes people in life say everything happens for a reason but then when something bad happens they will start to feel stress and they'll start to resist and you know they will basically they will not just walk the talk as I've said in my last episode they, they just accept this reality accept this belief in their mind but they don't really live it and they don't really believe in it and so that's why i think it worked for michael allen singer is that he really surrendered and he was really unbothered by what happened and he was like okay well i'll take the third exam i'm not ready but everything happens for a reason so let's see he took the first two exams and he said that everything went as intended he knew the material and he knew how to answer the questions for the third one he had i think two days before, like after the the exams the last exams he took two days before he had to take it and so he decided to take the book one day before but he took the book and put him uh, on his side and he started meditating and at some point I think because at that moment when he just explained why he took the book at that moment I I was in the train and I could not hear well uh, but he said I think that he felt like he should read some part of the book or he felt interested in reading a little bit of the book and so he took the book and opened it to random pages and just started reading a little bit closed the book and then started meditating again and he did something else then he meditated again and he felt like oh yeah let me read a little bit about the book and so he read for like 30 minutes or th something and he did that a total of three times just reading the book like that but just going about his day and just doing what he wanted to do and what he felt like he should do and basically on the day of the exams there was six essays questions and he had to pick three out of the six and among those uh, six essays questions three were on the exact same topic that he had read when he read the book um, three different times uh, in different excerpts so you know he's showing right now that by really him not believing his thoughts uh, no, no, by really surrendering sorry and then I will come to not believing the thoughts but he, by surrendering uh, things really great happened in his life and now it's just and i have not listened to that part yet but you know it's going to look like then he's going to build a billion dollar company with that mindset and i'm kind of interested to know how it that happens because i'm sure that he did not have a business plan or you know clear strategies and so i just you know i'm so excited to 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 listen to it but i really invite you to listen to this one if you feel like you got that personal development or you understood that thing with the knives or that thing with you know i really want to develop my life i invite you to just read the second book directly but if you feel like you just want to learn a bit more or are not feeling or are not really feeling uh uh like 
comfortable with that or you just don't really believe in it well maybe start with the first book but so in the second book he also says that this whole journey started because at some at some point in his life he realized that there was this voice in our head that was always talking and always commenting and always imagining the worst case scenario and fearing things and you know i think we can all relate to that we have always this voice that we think is us but it's actually a voice and that does not belong to us but we think it's us we think like i am scared i'm having those negative thoughts i'm feeling this way but at this moment he re he really felt disconnected from that voice and he could just see it and not feel like not feel invested in what was being talked about right now and that's how his whole journey began and that's what i really like because I think that's what's preventing us to feel good in this moment right now and that's what's preventing us to feel good uh, at all because we have this voice that is always going to keep looking for something to think about that will put you off balance or that will make you stress or that will make you worry and I really feel it in my meditations how I'm really battling with that voice and you shouldn't actually battle you should just try to put your attention elsewhere because that voice is always trying to make itself heard so that it gets you out of the present moment and out of uh, great feelings and why that voice is kind of wired that way and this I'm taking it from Jody Spenza because Jody Spenza is saying that we are creator creatures of habit and at some point we are getting addicted to an emotional state and thought processes we're just addicted to them unconsciously because it gets wired in our brains that we're always going to think about this about something that way or always going to think about uh, or always feel uh, or always be in a certain type of state and we're going to reinforce it every time we go into it and then it becomes unconscious and that's why uh, for example if you think about school and you were bad at school you might feel stressed and this is just because it got wired in your brain that you don't like school, you dislike school, and so now you're feeling stressed every time you hear about school. But this does not have to be. This is something that you learned, basically. This is something that happened. But in the actual reality of things, this is not true because this was not the... Like, this is not, you know, something set in stone that it cannot change. It can change because it did not exist at first. This whole belief, this whole fear does not exist at birth. Like it does not come with your belly, it does not come with your organs. Like your organs are here, whatever you want it or not. But but this all of those beliefs and those fears are just acquired and then become unconscious because they're just uh, you just keep on repeating them and I'm sure that it's also through our uh, upbringings and our socialization process of what we hear, what we see uh, when our parents are taking care of us when we were kids, you know, we're, we're learning to feel stressed, we're learning to feel anxious and I really invite you to listen to mothers or fathers that are with their kids in public transportation or the supermarket or wherever you're seeing them like you can really see that the adult is talking to the child with like a way of talking that like you I don't know like it's it, like if you really take this moment to look at what's happening in front of you if you see a parent with its with its child or with their children you really see how we get um, shaped 
and lobotomized basically into having those fears and those beliefs and those limited ways of thinking because the parents have them and so they're just put like they're put onto us without us realizing it and I don't know really how to describe it but when you hear the parent talking to the kid like oh for example I went to do a PC PCR like a test a COVID test I went to do a COVID test and the mom there was like a mom and her daughter in front of me and the mom she wanted to do a COVID test uh, with the saliva but we'll where we were they wouldn't like they couldn't do one with the saliva and she had to go to paris because we were in the suburb and she had to go to paris to do one with the saliva but the people there didn't really know in which um laboratory she could do that and so she started being like oh my god like oh my god we have to go to paris and we have to go to go do a saliva test there oh my god and i don't know where we're gonna find a saliva test and now we're gonna be late and the daughter was like six years old and she was like what's what's going on mommy and she was like well well you know what honey mommy doesn't know where we're gonna do the saliva test because we have to do that so that you can go there but now uh i don't know so we're gonna lose time and i'm like of course now we're like thinking when you are adults that it's normal to feel stressed about time and says it's normal to feel stressed because you're gonna be late because when we are like one two three or whatever year old when we're, we're really young we just see that all the time and that's why it becomes a reality to us and we think it's reality but it does not have to be that way and so if you do that work you will uh like little by little make those old and limiting beliefs fade away uh and so for michael a singer what i really like is that uh and that's why you should feel good right now because Every, basically everything that is preventing you to feel good is those whole amount of beliefs that you acquired unconsciously where you were a kid or that you acquired right now with life experiences that you just have a hard time overcoming now uh, controls how you feel and so it's looking hard to feel good in that moment but it's actually just a choice it's actually just a choice and there's one step between you feeling good and you feeling not good in that moment and I will come back to that, but there is this interview that I listened uh, from Michael Allen Singer. And he says basically, and the, the interview is called, what do you really want in life? And he said, you know, you can ask anyone what they really want in life and to write it in a piece of paper and they will tell you a house, a great partner, money, a good job. Uh, but then, for example, if you meet with the God or meet with this intelligence or meet with the big consciousness and that they tell you, I'm going to give you all of those things, but you will feel like shit. You will not feel happy. You will feel stressed all the time, anxious all the time. You will not be able to appreciate what you have. In the end, you will not want it because what you really want behind having the job, behind having the great relationship, behind having the money, you really want the feeling. You want to feel like you want to feel good about it. You want to feel grateful. You want to feel unlimited. You want to feel bliss. You want to feel in love with life. You want to feel amazing all the time. And you're telling yourself, if I had a hundred million dollars in my bank account, I will feel great. I will feel. I would feel great all the time because I can do whatever I want. But what you really want is feeling good all the time that's what you really want and a hundred million dollars is just a means to an end and it can be through a hundred million dollars a hundred million dollars but it can also be through nothing and he really then commands us to 
feel the way you really want we really want to feel in that moment and to just basically go to the end not wait for that thing in your external environment to allow to allow ourselves to feel a certain a certain type of way but just feel right now the way we want to feel we want all of that to feel happy well just feel happy right now and what actually prevents us to feel happy right now is what i've talked about a minute ago and it's all those things that we think are reality all those things that we think we should stress about that we should worry about all those all those things that look so real but actually we choose to continue to think and feel this way and at first it seems is either impossible or it seems like you don't know what happiness feels like or you don't know how to invoke that feeling in that moment or you don't know how you can do it but my advice is first you know you can read anyone you can also read Joe Dispenza Oprah I'm tell, like I'm saying like talking about those people over and over and again Marisa P or you can just go on YouTube and say how to feel good right now and just get lost in the recommendations of YouTube videos and you'll find some really helpful things you know Tony Robbins Ian LaVenzant all those people are really good interesting and they will tell you the same thing what would really then help you is to try try it try to feel good right now and you will feel you will see that you might get there for a second and then it's the body and it's the mind like you will see at first you don't know why but you're not going to be able to feel good like it happened for a second and then you go back to feeling like closed off and not good and then thoughts start to arrive and it can be just thoughts like oh you cannot do it oh shit, why it does not work oh it does not work oh it's too hard but you have to maintain and keep your efforts and the more you do it the more it's going to be it's going to be easier if you don't know where to start if you don't know how happiness feels like just just try it like who cares just try even to think about something that you like something that makes you happy and you try it and you know what happiness feels like and all the things that are prevent like the things that are preventing you to feel happiness right now is yourself and you telling yourself that uh, unconsciously or consciously that right now nothing has changed in your external environment so you cannot feel good right now but let me assure you that the secret to the life that you really want is you accepting that present moment and feeling good right now and feeling good can be through happiness through love through passion through bliss it can take whatever form of emotion you like and that's why i really commend you to feel good right now and to really surrender you know i'm i'm like reading michael allen singer but i really like this idea of surrendering and not you know not really even knowing what i want in my last episode i talked about i wanted to go to new york city and i wanted to find an internship in a certain type of industry and i found both but maybe i could have found something even better if i just surrendered and did not even have any type of goal of i want an internship in those two type of fields you know like and that's what I would really like to try and be like, as Joe Dispenza says, the scientist in my life, because um, it can lead to your destiny, even though I don't know if we have a destiny or not, but it can lead to so much interesting things uh, and unexpected things and unexpected things. And that's when life uh, gets really interesting. And I wanted to finish with this example of when I surrendered. Uh, and at the time, I did not realize that I surrendered but it was a friday night it was my first year of business school and i was with two friends and they wanted to go out and have drinks before you know going home because 
you know, it's TGI, yeah, Friday night, let's chill out. And I, at the time, I did not really have, like, it was the end of the month, I did not have much money, and uh, I mean, I could have asked my parents for money, but I just did not want to invest it in drinks, or I think I wanted to just save a little bit to buy me some clothes, because my parents did not like to give me money for clothes. Uh, not that they didn't want to me to be dressed, but just because like they sell clothing as something that you should look presentable and clean, but you know you don't need to go into all of that fashion. But you know they they, they would they would give me money for of course for clothing myself if I hadn't had clothes. Um, and so they were like, oh, but Ryan, let's go. It's gonna be fun. It's Friday. Like, what are you gonna do tomorrow? Like, who cares? Like, if you go late to bed or you spend a little money like it's Saturday tomorrow like come and I was like oh guys I don't want to come like spending money into beers and drinks like I don't want to do that and then they were like come on Ryan come and then I thought about it and I was like okay it's my first year of business school it's true like I'm gonna go back home do the same old things of watching in a series on Netflix or whatever I'm like it's not nothing new so let's just go and then when I had this like mental state of not really worrying about money i was like okay well let, let's just spend it on drinks like who keep like it's okay you know I, I can still ask my parents for money and then i really thought about that thing where i would actually just repeat some old things if i would go home on a friday night to just watch some stuff on tv like it would not add nothing new to my life so i was like okay girls like let's go and in that moment when I really accepted it and I said, okay, let's go, I really like let myself go and I was in the flow. And let's say that I surrendered unconsciously. Like I really started to feel good and I absolutely stopped worrying about money and worrying about anything. Like I, I was just happy then that, to go out. And so we took the subway and we went to a bar and this is like um, a bar with two floors. So the, you enter basically on the second floor and then uh the basement well it's the it's the first floor let's say and so there's a there were a lot of people on the first uh, there are two so two places to go drinks one uh on the second and one on the first floor and the one on the second where directly come in the bar was so busy and we're like well let's go downstairs and downstairs there's like some music and you can dance like it's fun and we go downstairs and we go to do the queue uh, uh, to do yeah to, to queue and to get some drinks to that to that bar and I see and I cannot like at first I did not really uh, recognize him but I'm like is that him like is that Carl let's call him Carl I don't know I, I never really want to give the real names of the people because they they, they don't know that I do that so in case I don't know they the, the call a lawyer on me. No, I'm kidding. But so I was like, is that Carl? And then he sees me and he's like, oh my God, Ryan, hey, come here, come here, come here. And so we don't queue in the end. Like there were, there was like maybe a 10 minute queue. Like he's like, no, no, come, come. And so I come with my friends and he's like, oh my God, it's been so long. And so Carl was like a, a childhood friend that I, I, he was like a really good friend uh, when like until I was like maybe 13 or something. And then I was like, 19 in that bar so like we had not seen each other for more than five six years and he was like oh my god it's been so long i'm like what like what why are you working in this bar like did you stop to go to like to go study like what are you doing and so he told me about his life and he was like well 
you know what i'm so happy to see you tonight all the drinks that you take they are on me and what your takes your, what your friends take as well it's on me and so he gave us beers wine shots everything and i was like oh my god like i did not want to spend money and then i was like i accepted the fact of just not wanting to spend money and boom like i meet a friend and he just said that works at the bar and he just offers all of the drink and what i like is that what i like is that in all of this thing and uh in all of this uh idea of surrendering and accepting the moment and feeling good in that moment every time it says that you cannot expect what will come next you cannot expect what you want to, like you cannot expect the way the thing that you want will come to you or you cannot just expect the next moment like the next amazing thing that will come and i could not just expect it uh and so i was very happy and then when i started doing that conscious work of meditating and feeling good in that moment and surrendering i realized that oh my god at the time i surrendered and this this happened and i was extremely happy i was so happy uh, that night that I did not spend any I did not have to spend any money so yeah I, I this was all I wanted to say to you guys I hope it was clear um, I really loved uh, talking to you and I really hope that it helped you I really hope that you could see how important it is to not believe those thoughts and go overcome your body overcome your mind to really feel good in that present moment and i know that you know it's hard for me still but i am keeping with the work i'm keeping on with the efforts and you know sometimes i'm talking about this to my friends and my friends they they, they understand it they don't say i'm crazy they're like yeah no it's true yeah i feel i i, I see where you're coming from and you know there's some truth in there but it's hard i know it's hard to find the will to start it or it's hard to really go about yeah starting that work either because you don't believe fully in it or because you don't know where to start or because you think it's too hard but whatever the reason is think about your life don't take it too seriously think about that we are on a planet in the middle of the universe and that the worst thing that can happen to us is to die i mean I mean, it's just death you know it, it will just be the end you won't remember it like try it nothing wrong can happen there is a great uh quote by uh florence scovel shin and she says there is no need to fear because there is no power to hurt and i really like that you don't need to fear because nothing will actually hurt you of course there is isis you can be kidnapped you can be stolen you can be beaten to death of course there is power to hurt but if you look at all the people you know around you i don't think you've ever actually heard i mean we know about those stories and they're true but in this work you you cannot really compare yourself because each journey is unique and you don't know what those person did or did not do for this to happen to them basically um and I'm not saying they're responsible or it's just, you know, in your own life, you are going to fear sometimes like fear as fuck for a job interview or something like this. But I mean, there is no power to hurt, really. Like if you really start to surrender and feel good in that present moment, you will see that there is no power to hurt and that the only most like most hard thing to overcome is yourself and those whole 
amounts of limited beliefs that we've acquired consciously or unconsciously or unconsciously so um i really hoped that it helped you and that you kind of saw or understood or, or spotted a part of truth in what i said and um do not hesitate to reach out and uh, yeah have an amazing uh, end of day or day if you listen to that in the morning i really hope everything's going well and as i've said in my last audio i've charged that audio with positive energy i like if you've listened to that audio until that that moment something crazy is going to happen in your life today let's let's try to believe in that okay bye guys and i love you a lot